strike justice, while at the same time we are called to extend mercy to other sinners who are just like us. So our message is a message of uh, hope and forgiveness, right? It's not a message of hate. It's definitely not a message of hopelessness. We believe that the good news, which is the gospel, is for any and every sinner. Yet we have to ask the question, how do we hold justice and mercy together, right? How do we call sin a sin and offer Christ forgiveness for sin at the same time? Some might say, well, it's the easy one. We just love the sinner, yet we hate the sin. You've heard that, right? There's some truth in that statement, but it's not always that easy. In this fight for life, it is hard. We live in a culture of death. Don't be blinded by that. Listen to the brother's message. Read the statistics. We can horrify you with some images on these screens, but God would not have us to do that. We live in a culture of death. Think about it. We live in a culture where killing babies is legal. We live in a time where self-fulfillment and Self-satisfaction are more important than self-responsibility. We hear people all around us championing the right of the mothers to choose life or to choose death. They don't have that choice. Fifty million, estimated, fifty million babies, Brother Gary, 1973. 50 million babies lost their lives in those 46 years. Yet we're called to fight. I love the challenge. You know, who will rise and fight? Who will be counted? Who will answer the call? We're missing that generation of World War II. We're missing that, that generation that will sacrifice all for, for what is right, what is just, and what is pure. 50 million babies. You got to realize this. Along with those 50 million babies, there are millions of men and women, moms and dads, who are struggling to live with the decision to abort their child. I've seen it. I've tried with God's help to deal with it. But let me tell you something. It is hard. Let me tell you what's hard. It's hard when you have a, a mother who's, who's in your office and sobbing over something that occurred in her life and in her daughter's life many, many years before, 20 years before, when there was a mistake that happened that created a pregnancy. The mistake wasn't the baby, amen? But yet dealing with those consequences and dealing with that guilt and that shame that results from murder is real. We are called to offer mercy, aren't we? When it comes to the battle of life, I believe the Bible calls us to fight for justice, at the same time offering mercy. Now how in the world do we make these things come together in this fight for the sanctity of life? That's what it is. We've got to begin by seeing that all life is a precious gift of God. Amen? Every human is made in the image of God, and therefore it is greatly, greatly, greatly valued. 
whether it's young or whether it's old. I appreciate your words towards the elderly. He's exactly right. We keep our heads in the sand. It's not going to be. I'm experiencing that in my life. And I hope that wouldn't go too far off the path. But i got to say this. I'm experiencing this in my life right now. I have a, a, my mother-in-law lives with me. She's 75 years old, suffers with dementia, vascular dementia. Her condition is worsening and worsening. My wife's battling cancer. We're having a time at my house. Amen. This all come up when me and Gary, Gary and others started thinking about we've got to get serious about this abortion thing. The attack is real. You go around trying to find people that will care for your, your elderly mother-in-law whenever you can't. It's no openings. We're going to see buildings and, and, and things rise out of the ground where people are paying many, many hundreds and thousands of dollars to take care of the elderly. It's going to get out of hand because you know who's paying for it? The government's paying for it. The government's not going to be able to pay for it, so they're going to have to do something about these baby boomers who are getting older, and because of selfishness, nobody wants to take care of them anymore. So what are we going to do? Well, let's apply this same philosophy that we do with the babies. Do we give the right to the children now to take the life of the parent? You say, well, that's too far-fetched. No, it isn't either. i got to stay focused. Every human is made in the image of God and is therefore to be greatly valued. Mur murder is an assault on the image of God, isn't it? That's why God forbids it. Abortion is just that. Premeditated murder. We're to value all of life by seeing it as a gift of God. We must fight for the life of unwanted babies who can't fight for themselves. They're defenseless. They don't have a voice. What a song. Amen? What a message in a song. How do we do this? Brother Gary mentioned it. By supporting and voting on legislation and legislators who value life. We do this by supporting those on the front lines. Pregnancy resource centers. We have such a place here in Monticello called the Hope Place. Support it. Get behind it. You say, well, what are they doing? Let me tell you what they're doing. They're saving lives of babies. They're approaching young women and men who are afraid, who are scared, don't know what they do. They can't provide care for this baby. Pushes them to even consider taking the life of that child. And here's an advocate that says, you don't have to. There are other options. How do we fight the fight? By, valuing, by, by seeing the value of the gift of life, supporting young mothers, doing everything we can to help them. This is a war. I love the way Gary put it. Are you in the fight? Are you in the stand? While we battle this catastrophic injustice, we also hold out the good news, offer the good news that every sin has been paid for at the cross of Calvary. Y'all believe that? Let me say this bold and very loudly. Jesus died for the sin of abortion. Jesus died for the sin of supporting or even encouraging an abortion. Jesus died, I'll hit you here, for those who even neglected to fight against abortion. And it's a sin. You name it, sin, whatever it might be, we've got to say this. 
Jesus died for me. Now, some people get this idea, since Jesus died for it, it must be all right. Because he died for the sin. He'll forgive you that sin. doesn't allow you to commit the sin. Somewhere we got that confused. Jesus has mercy. You know who for? For moms and dads. For doctors. Politicians. I know we got a brother over here that would like to get a, many of them in a headlock. And he could do some harm. He'd get a politician or a doctor in a headlock. Amen. I mean, when it comes to fisticuffs. I want the man on my side. And it's liable to resort to that. But we've got to realize, you know, we have to be just as God asks us to be just, but we also have to offer mercy. And God has mercy for these mothers and daddies and these doctors and these politicians and these nurses whose blood of these innocent babies are on their hands. I'm telling you, there's forgiveness available. merciful Savior. He gave his life so that we could be forgiven and have new life in him. That is mercy. At the cross, justice and mercy met. God's justice carried out, or God's justice was carried out on all sin. That would never happen. Now it was carried out upon the broken body and the shed blood of the only begotten Son of God, the Lamb of God, is where that justice was to be met. Where was the mercy? Mercy was extended to anybody and everybody who would believe in his sacrifice. Y'all know what mercy is? Mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Write that down. Mercy is not getting what we do deserve. What do we deserve? Let me ask you one question. I'll try not to chase this one too far. In Luke 23, I said it happened at the cross, justice and mercy. A wonderful example of that is that old thief that was hanging there. I've been talking about this lately at our church. Now, who was this thief hanging on the cross? He was a horrible, horrible, horrible human being. And you know what I think of horrible, horrible, horrible human beings in our society? Anybody capable of killing an innocent baby is a horrible, 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 vile, wicked sinner. And there were two of them hanging on the cross right there beside Jesus. And they were, they were suffering the consequences of their law-breaking actions. And they were dying the horrible death that you could die a Roman crucifixion. And there they hung, justice being served in man's law. Amen. But was there mercy available? Was no mercy from the Romans? No mercy from the crowd? Mercy from God. That old boy come to his senses, Brother Gary, didn't he? He come to his senses and realized, hey, hey, I'm, I'm receiving my just reward. I did what I did, and I'm suffering the penalties. But this man hanging right beside me didn't do anything wrong. Just before that, he said, hey, I fear God. You don't fear God, talking to the other thief. Looks at the Lord and says, Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come into my kingdom. Did he deserve it, brother? Did he deserve it, Ruel? You know what he deserved? He deserved to die and rot in hell for all eternity. If I was the judge, that's what I would say. But praise God, I'm not. Amen. 
God is judge. He is the righteous judge. But he's also the refuge. Think about it. I believe the scriptures in 1 Peter. Real quick. I promise I'm through. I told Gary I took five minutes. That's all I needed. First Peter is in the back. Yes, it is. There it is. I knew it. First Peter 2.23 reads this way. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. Talking about Jesus. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. Amen. Y'all know that verse? Jesus submitted himself willingly to the judge of God, and justice was carried out upon him. Verse 24 says, who, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto the righteousness by whose stripes ye are healed. Woo! Listen to the words of that. Listen to the, the mercy that is available through Jesus Christ. What do we need to do? You say, well, why are you saying all this? Why are you, why are you adding to what Brother Gary said? Because God wants this from his children. He wants us to fight for justice. He wants us to stand for what's right, but he also wants us to offer and extend the gospel, which is the good news. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. You're right. If we try this apart from this book, apart from the wisdom of this book, we try this in our own strength and our own methods and our own creative ingenious, how are we going to fight this, right? We're going to lose. Take our stance and we'll take our fight backed by and empowered by the only weapon we got. See the difference in that? You think we need God's help? Well, how are we going to get God's help? Only one way we're going to get it. We have not because we ask not, but we got to ask. I thought it was a wonderful idea many months ago when Gary approached me with this, as he did all the other pastors. Let's come together as, as, a, as a community of believers here, like-minded believers, and let's express the seriousness and the gravity of the situation at hand. It is bad. It is bad. Now let's pray. Let's seek the face of God. We believe in his word, what it says. Amen. God is just. God is right. God is merciful. God forgives. God restores. We're going to do this. We're going to close out the service here with prayer. The way we're going to do this is every pastor uh, that's here, would you please stand and uh, make your way this way. So yeah, we're going to have a time of prayer here and it could take a little time. You guys probably have as much to say as I do. Y'all come on up here on the stands. These guys are going to take a turn here in just a minute. This microphone ain't going to pray. You think, well, we're going to be here at 10 o'clock. Might be. But we're also going to make this altar open and available to anybody who's willing to come and, and pray. I understand. Uh, it's not so easy for some of us, and I'm putting myself in that crowd to get on our knees. 
But if you will, if you make your way to this altar, get on your knees, and we're going to pray in just a minute. So go ahead, stand up. If you need to stay seated, you can see it. If you need to sit down halfway through this prayer service, you sit down. But if you'd like to come and pray, then you come join us at this altar. What's going to happen is, Brother Jason, Caleb, is going to close us out. When Brother Jason finishes, just like Brother Gary, then we're going to be through this service. Uh, John's going to start, and then we'll roll with Danny just down the line. Father, we are so sorry, and Lord, we repent for our nation today, but Father, there's blood in our streets, in our towns, in our churches, and the innocent have died. Father, we're so sorry. We pray you forgive us. So many have gone. So many have died at our hands and our watch. Father, our lives, our fathers, our mothers, and our children have seen it take place. So, Father, all we can do is be humble today and ask for you to work. And, Lord, be mighty to save. before you, we ask you to heal our land, we ask you to be merciful, we also ask you to judge and do your will. Father, help us as your children to do what we need to do, Father, to see that this ends. Help us to be a home for the children that are unwanted. Help us to open our doors and our lives and our hearts for those rejected. And Lord, bid them to come in and live with us. Help us to let us start in our own heart. Father, we lay it before your throne. We pray it in Jesus' name, our only hope of salvation. the mercy and the grace to stand it to the end. We choose tonight to stand on that line no matter how long it takes. 
your word tells us that if we ask in your will, that you will answer our prayers. So I ask for these prayers to be answered tonight, Lord. We love you and we thank you for the grace that you've given us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. I rejoice in your grace tonight, for I know it was by grace through faith I was saved. I know it's by your grace, God, that we're forgiven. And God, I know it'll be by your grace that we accomplish anything in this life. God, you said we could come before you boldly and ask anything of you because of the blood of Jesus. And tonight, oh God, we ask you, Lord, you stop abortion in America. I ask you, God, you stop it first in our state. May we be an example to the rest of the United States of America. God, but I ask you, Lord, to help us to fight it your way. God, remind us we're not a people of hate, but a people of love. God, help us to fight. Fight it with holiness and the truth precious word of God Father I'm thankful I know you personally I praise you God that you promise us heaven and I thank you oh God tonight for every baby God <laughs> that you formed in every mother's womb and I rejoice tonight to know they're wrapped in the arms of Jesus today. God, I thank you for that. In Christ Jesus, Lord, we know there's always hope, always comfort, and always a good ending. Thank you for the promise of heaven, oh God. Help us to be the people you called us to be. Help us to stand flat-footed. Help us, God, to call it for what it is. And God... God, may nobody, not even the powers of hell, silence God's people. Father, send revival. Send revival that we may accomplish and position ourselves to be used of you. And may Jesus be exalted all the way and people be saved. In Jesus' name. ask you forgive me, Lord, that I allowed this to happen, God, make sure that I have not made a stand, Lord, I ask you to forgive us all, that we're all guilty, to the ones that's done it, to the ones that hadn't made a stand, Lord, we call ourselves Christians, but we allow faith to come in us, and we don't forgive you, Lord, but we're here tonight, and I pray we don't come here, and when we leave here, we put a pat on our back and say, well, we did something, pray you won't allow that to happen. I pray you'll put a fire in us, Lord. I pray that you'll just get a hold of us, Lord. And we won't stop, Lord, until abortion is stopped by your call of Scripture, whichever one comes first. Your word always says you just need more. And I look around this, this building right here, Lord, and I see your church standing up, Lord. I'm just so excited of what you can do with all of us here. But I pray you give us courage. 
because you give us wisdom, Lord. Because a fight is no fight without you, Lord, and we need you right now. We can't do nothing without you. I pray we'll seek your guidance, Lord, on how to, to whoop the old devil in this fight. Because your word says, greater is thee that's in me that's in the world. Lord, and I pray we'll seek you and we'll do whatever you lay on our heart. Take the fear from us and give us courage. Amen. Lord Jesus, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, that I've sat back and I've, I've let this happen on my watch. Father, I pray that everybody's heart, everybody's heart tonight is open, Lord, and is cut by your word that carries forth that all these men would be saved. Father, I pray that you don't let us rest until abortion is a thing of the past, where 20 years from now people are trying to say, oh, that never happened. We're not asking the reprobates to help. We don't need that. As long as we've got you. Lord, we've already won. And Father, I pray for a great stirring here. Lord, as you move like you can move. And Lord, if that means getting me out of the way, then Lord, get me out of the way. Father, I want your will to be done. And Lord, I want to be a part of that. Father, I'm just praying that all these men and these women and these children that are here stand for you and say we're not, we're not happy with this and this is not going to happen on our watch tonight and not anymore. Lord, we love you. Father, light the fire. Lord, keep us united as we ought to be. Father, we love you. And I pray this in the name of Jesus. Father, tonight we come before you, Lord, asking you, Lord, first of all, to forgive me, Lord, for standing by and doing nothing. Lord, tonight I pray for everyone in this room, Lord. Lord, I pray that we will begin to stand up and take the battle, Lord. Lord, I pray that we follow you into this battle, not go our own way, but follow you, Lord. Lord, I pray that if there's those in this room that are not going to do that, Lord, then they get out of the way and allow those who are willing to walk forward to do that. Father, I pray tonight that as I know and I thank you for your love and your obedience all the way to the cross, as you walked out of that tomb, Lord, I thank you for that because I know in my heart those children that were murdered, the first thing they saw was Jesus. The hug that they received was from Jesus Christ. Father, today I'm asking you to forgive me. Lord, let me be uh, the beacon, Lord. Let me be the lighthouse, Lord, that stands firm, that shines bright against murder of our young children. Father, I pray for the our White House, Lord, I'm asking you to prepare those men, uh, Christian men, godly men, who will stand firm on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that those men are already ready to take those positions in our, in our Congress, in our Senate, Lord, in the White House, Lord, that will stand against these things that go against God, Lord. I pray that our Bibles begin to be open and read aloud in, in, in service and television, Lord, as our leaders do so. 
Father, I pray for prayer to be back in school, Lord. I pray for these things to happen, Lord. But first, we're going to have to stand up for the truth of what Jesus Christ means in our heart and the truth of God's word. Again, Father, forgive me for doing nothing. Father, I pray tonight. Brother Rue prayed for revival. Lord, I pray that as we leave from here, that revival takes hold in each individual heart. Father, I pray that we come to godly men and women that you've called us to be. Father, no longer be silent, but Lord, stand for the truth. No longer trying to make friends, but Lord, to be believers. Lord, you said it wasn't going to be easy. People were going to turn against us. Father, I pray everybody in our room is ready to take the bite and stand against murder. Lord, lift us up. Give us that love of Christ so that we can share. We ask all this in your precious name. my sinful pride that I think I've done something because I preached on abortion because I voted what I thought was the right way and maybe I took a little bit of stand at work Father I've done nothing Father forgive me for letting so many down mercy upon us. Lord, there's a prayer in the Bible over Abraham where it was said, bless those who bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. Father, I ask that you bless those, bless those that are in this battle. Bless those religious leaders, those politicians those lawyers that are standing and fighting, Father, they're in the thick of it. They're in the battle. Father, I just ask you to bless their efforts, bless their words, bless everything they do. Father, I don't know what to pray about the enemy. I don't want to say curse them. Brother David said, the extending of mercy. But Father, I know that if we want this to end, even so your desire is greater than ours for this to end. Father, I just ask you to remove them. Just remove them. Whether that's through them getting saved, them turning from sin, from laws, whatever it takes. Bless those that are fighting this fight. Lord, take this sin away from us. Father, help us to realize that as we go into this battle, oh God, nobody's got to fight alone here tonight. 
Father, there is a fellowship that's within the battle among brothers and sisters fighting for a right cause that is like no other fellowship. So, Father, bless us in this area. We need your help. said they might continue to ring in our ears, that uh, your holy word would speak loudly and ring in our ears. I'm reminded of Daniel the prophet as he cried out saying we're a sinful people. Father, we acknowledge our sin. We acknowledge the sin of our fathers and our grandparents and those before Father, we haven't done what we should be doing. Father, I pray that you put a sense of urgency in our lives, put it in our hearts to move mightily. Father, we need your guidance and direction. And so, Father, we pray even now that you might, when you need a speaker, you might quicken our mouth to open it widely and speak boldly. And, Father, if you need people to march, then you put boldness in our feet. Father, whatever our, your desire is for us, help us that we might recognize it immediately and move. And Father, lead us as with Jesus, with a drawn sword, that we might follow and move with the Lord Jesus. And we're praying in his mighty, wonderful name. Father, I come to you also guilty, Lord. Lord, uh, the sin in my life, uh, not standing firm on your word, not taking it to the next step, God. God, as I echo the uh, the voice of these great men that stood before me, Lord, I want to thank you for giving them the, the conviction and the want to, to and the desire to follow your will. And Lord, I pray for them, for the pastors that stood before you and the ones that's coming. Lord, that you'll lead them and their church, God, to uh, to pursue this. Lord, that you'll just uh, give them the heart to not just leave it here, but to take it further. But God, there's a certain group that I do pray for, Lord, and want to reach out to them, Lord, and that's the ones that I believe that that have it rough, God, and that's our uh, our youth. Lord, as they're they're in here tonight and they're out in this world, God, they. They have it a lot worse than we do out there, Lord, because they get to see this stuff every day, God. So, God, I ask that you just uh, give them the knowledge and the wisdom, Lord, to know how to handle the 
situation to stand against abortion. Lord, I pray as parents and grandparents, God, that we lead that generation. We lead our youth to stand against abortion, God. Lord, I ask all this in your name. thankful today that me and my family, my children, my grandchildren, Lord, never even thought about abortion. We love them so much when we have them. We're a free gift from God Almighty. I have to admit today, Lord, I have failed. Failed in a terrible way, Lord, because I just sat back and like so that it happened in my family. I preached against it, Lord, and I talked against it, and I taught against it, Lord, but I pray, Father, Lord, that these doctors and nurses performing this, Lord. I pray you deal with their mind, their heart, and their body, and their soul, Lord, when they get ready to do it again, Lord. They say that this can't do it no more. I pray, Father, that you begin there, Lord, and please begin with me, Lord. They're so hard on mine, Lord, and just didn't pay attention. I pray for it in a great way, Lord, these people that's doing this, Lord. They couldn't stand to do it no more. They couldn't think about it anymore. Look at these little children today, Lord, and understand what a great, terrible thing would happen if they'd have been murdered. They need to understand today that they don't call it abortion, more call it murder, because what it is, the Bible says it's killing people. Cowards. Cowards, that's what they are. They're not doctors. They're cowards. Let them come pick on me. Pick on somebody on their own side, these other people here. Instead of going and killing a little old baby who can't do a thing, fight back. Maybe, Lord, I'd be a better soldier of the cross. I pray, Father, I'd fight harder. I pray I'd represent Jesus every day I go out into this world. You know, I've been with Jesus. You know, I love you and I thank you, Father. Amen. Lord, as we come to the close of this service tonight, Father, I pray, first of all, forgiveness for my sin and all the ways that I've failed to stand against such a horrible action in our country. Lord, tonight as we come with uh, hearing your word, and Father, it's very clear what you have to say about abortion. Father, it's clearly murder. Father, that we're given life from the time of conception, and we praise you for that. Lord, I thank you today that all those that have been killed around our world, Father, they're resting safely in your arms tonight. But Lord, we need a special burden on our hearts. I pray for the pastors of the churches, especially those represented here tonight. Father, you would just light a fire in us. Lord, that we wouldn't be willing to sit by and sit still. Father, that we would run the race that you've set before us to be faithful in serving you. And God, I just pray that you would work in the hearts of every person that's here tonight. Lord, that we would be committed, committed to following through to see that this stops in this great nation. Lord, we know that you've blessed us when we didn't deserve it. Father, we know that you love us when we don't deserve it, and we praise you for that tonight. Just guide us as we go forward to be the soldiers you'd have us be. Father, direct our steps, go before us. 
Lord, we know that uh, when you're making the way, there's no way to fail. God, we just thank you for your love tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.